What's going on, folks? This is Les McDaniel, your host of the Bearded Wisdom Podcast. I'm so thrilled to, that you're joining me today for this part two of closing out our gears, going into second, first, and reverse gears. Not all at the same time as we've talked about, but it'll be fun. This show is here to inspire the uninspired, to unstick what is stuck, and to liberate that leader within you. And don't forget, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at epicfusion.life, as well as on TikTok and YouTube at Bearded Wisdom. Bearded Wisdom, that would be the name of this podcast. So join me, guys. Looking forward to it. So let's dive in today, right now, into second gear. I can tell you right now, you're not going to want to miss this. This is going to be a a powerful opportunity for you to really begin to, well, see what it looks like to start to wind down, to create some habits for yourself as you develop new routines and new patterns of behavior for your life. Without further ado. There comes a time in life where you got to make a decision. You can write your own story or let someone else tell it for you. This is the show for that time. This is Bearded Wisdom with Les McDaniel. second year, how does your tendency to go too deep or stay too shallow affect your relationships? Remember, second year is all about the depth of conversations, the authentic connections that you're making, you know, asking questions that take it one step deeper, maybe even two or three steps. How are you really doing? I mean, really? Are you really okay? Tell me more about that. And, you know, those kinds of trigger words that really help people begin to see and understand that you really truly want to know them. This is all about active listening. I like to say that this is about listening with your toes. It's this image of when you're listening to someone that you that you feel like your whole body, in a sense, is from head to toe is an ear. And it's truly accepting and listening to the whole bit of everything that's being put forth. So how do you get healthy in this particular area? Well, I think you have to learn how, how to have third gear social conversations and be okay with it. You've got to stretch yourself to get a little bit out of that second gear if you like to be stuck in that and you're very introverted. You've also got to be very willing to be disciplined and discretionary if you are one that tends to be, well, come one, come all. You have to know when it is the right time to have a conversation in the right context to do so. This is what we're going to be talking about on the next episode for sure is all about social context and and the appropriate time to have good communicative discussions. Don't put people under pressure to go deeper when they are not ready. Be interested in them before trying to be interesting. Learn and practice how to ask third gear questions. You know, a third gear question really is all about diving a little bit into them. So tell me how you contribute to this great world. It's one of my favorite ones. They automatically go, what? I haven't heard that before. I don't even know what that means but it makes them think. It breaks them from the normal monotony of how you doing. And it allows them to kind of explore this in a way that makes them think differently, maybe about their career, or maybe they don't even talk about their career. Maybe they see their lives in a completely different way and you have some insight. So beginning to learn third gear questions that help you know the baseline of information that really allow you to find that overlap. Oh, you love playing golf. Tell me a little bit about that. I love playing golf too. What's your handicap? I mean, you know, that that's at least one of those conversations that I would have. I don't know. Most people may not want that. Monitor how much time you actually spend in second gear at work. This is an important one. If you're spending too much time on the phone with your family or in developing those deep-seated connections, it might be on the edge of pushing into an unhealthy state. This is where all sorts of 
HR problems can begin to exist and we want to avoid that. Remember to be relevant in your connectivity. Does the conversation agenda relate to the person that you are actually talking to? I think that's a really important one because we never know all of the different connections that we have when we meet someone, especially in the overlaps of specific religious traditions. I mean, I remember growing up in the Churches of Christ. No, not the Latter-day Saints, but the Churches of Christ, which is, well, that doesn't matter. It's a lot like the Baptist, but we just don't have instruments, even though now we're starting to, yeah, don't worry about it. It, it Ultimately, just know, I could go anywhere, walk in the door, and know at least 10% of the congregation that we walked into. The same thing is true in a lot of the worlds that I walk in with regard to entrepreneurship groups where you've got all these heavy hitters and each one is a part of one group. And maybe you go to another group, you're like, oh, hey, I saw, I see you there. What are you doing here? Oh, you're a part of that group too. And I've got four or five of those groups in which I have a, a, a very common circle of friends that continually show up at these different events. So remember, remember that you've got to be careful about your conversations because you never know who knows who. And you got to be cautious about how you discuss certain things in certain environments. Otherwise, you may find yourself in a little bit of trouble. So second gear challenge is practice third and fourth gear before simply jumping into second. Learn to value others in your life and to see how it benefits your second gear. Practice third and fourth gear before simply jumping into second learn to value the others and see how it they, those two others, benefit second gear. I think this is a really unique opportunity for you to begin to recognize that when you're in fourth gear too much and you don't make the transition to third gear, second gear is probably not a space that you're very good at either. So being able to notice how they all kind of interrelate and specifically how, how third gear is kind of the fulcrum point for both of those those two gears is such a key to how you can move forward. So moving into first gear, how does your tendency to recharge too much or too little affect your relationships and or productivity? How does your tendency to recharge too much or too little affect your relationships and or productivity? Now, first gear, remember, is this is the place that where we all know we need to land. We got to rest. We got to recharge. We all need it. However, it is often overlooked and it looks very different for different personalities because introverts, as we said, they really like that, that they're very battery powered. Extroverts, on the other hand, are very solar powered. They are, they receive the sun. They receive the energy that comes in from all the conversations. We got to start to understand what it means and what it looks like. So introverts, like, you know, maybe they need that alone time. And the extroverts, maybe they need that time where they're playing golf with their friends and it looks a lot like third gear or second gear. So they like to share those experiences. This is an important piece. So how do you get healthy in first gear when you may be in a little bit of unhealth? Well, you got to know your wiring and what healthy recharge looks for, like for you. Trade up your time to healthier activities as it relates to both your relationships and your recharge. Now, don't confuse that little one-liner with this idea that's going around today that you are the average of the five people you hang out with and that the only way to to increase your average is actually to release those five and start hanging out with a new five. I I personally completely disagree with that. Well, there may be some level and degree to which that would work. The truth is that's not really about my interest in others. It's more about what's, what's important for me. And it's not really for others. It's for me. 
And I don't think that's any way to live. So I think this idea of trading up your time is all about recognizing that there are other people out there that are living the kind of life that you desire. They're, they have the families that you would like to model yours after. They have a business that you'd like to model yours after. They have a golf game that you love and you want to improve your golf game. So you want to quit hanging out with your 23 handicappers and Actually, they wouldn't even know they're 23 handicappers probably. So the the ones who don't have a handicap to the guy who's got a plus one and and begin to lean into those that that have the life that you desire, trading up your time to spend it with them while at the same time you're growing, you're still in a relationship with these other friends of yours. And when you grow, in some cases, it may not always work. And there will be a time when you are growing and they're not, and they maybe are resentful and they're, they're like wondering why you're doing this. But there is the opportunity in those moments to still be in that relationship and to slowly, gradually have an influence in their lives if you take the time to do so. Next, you put, your health, put healthy boundaries around your recharge time. Invite others along on your exercise journeys so that you will you know, be able to have that interaction with someone during your first gear time. It's an inspiring thing for them and it is for you. It keeps you motivated to continue in that exercise. Practice third gear by widening your network relationships. Now, why is this that we're talking about practicing your third gear by widening your network of relationships? Well, when you're in your first gear, this is your time to grow in your own analytical view of where you want to go, trading up your time kind of concept and allowing you to say, I want to go spend some time with that person. That's what we're doing in first gear as well. Learn how to expend your energy wisely. Don't fear getting tired. Learn how to value other people's recharge and avoid being selfish. Don't make people feel guilty for needing to take time to themselves. That is an important, important piece of this. So, Here's your first gear challenge. Your first gear challenge is to ask someone you trust to help you appropriately schedule and recharge time and keep you accountable for taking it. And you know me in accountability. It says accountable, and that's, that's, that's one way to look at it. But what I really love in this is schedule some time to have people who you can give an accounting to for your time. And in that, tell them what you're looking for as you're expressing, this is the honest truth about my, what I have been doing. Trust them and let them give feedback. Let them inform you. Before we move into reverse gear, I really want to let you know that this is a powerhouse group of, of gears, if you will. And I look forward to you really being able to dive deep in them. And as we move into reverse gear, I want to ask you this question. Are you good at making the first move and saying sorry, even if it wasn't 100% your fault? If so, why? If not, why? You see, this is such a critical piece of how we go into reverse. What we don't want to do is fall into some of these warning signs where you are always apologizing as a way to get what you want or being self-deprecating and expressing false humility, which is truly inconsistent with the kind of outcomes and the communication that you are putting out there. Or maybe you even use apologies to manipulate others. I mean, this is one of those things where my wife used to get on to me. So I got, there's a whole story about this, but I used to apologize for things that were not my fault because I just always assumed that it takes two. And yet it's not really that simple. Sometimes you are simply wronged and we have to be those who begin to understand this. And so how you get healthy is, is that you understand what a sincere apology looks like both one coming to you as well as how to give an apology. Don't over-apologize, but be clear and concise 
and authentic and drop it. It's not your responsibility how they receive that apology. You can't control somebody's forgiveness. All you can do is control what you are in control of, which is your words. And use a journal to write down what you've learned. Reverse should lead you to many epiphanies. It'll, it'll take you into character traits and tendencies and competencies that you may not have even known you had. I recently did this, this journey into a book that really challenged you to go into writing and to write daily. And it was, it was I'm losing the name of the book right now, but it's a, it's a powerful book. And the, the goal was write every day, no matter what, and it doesn't matter what you write. And, and so I did, and I discovered that I have, I have something to offer in the world of writing. Who would have known if I hadn't taken time to put myself in reverse and start to implement some things in my life that were really for my own self-care? I was literally at a time where I was struggling and, and I didn't know what else to do. And this was the way that I went about it. So the reverse challenge for you today is make a list of people in your life and see if there's anything that you need to do to restore that relationship and be responsive. That's key. You can't go apologize and then be ticked off when they're like, oh yeah, you did do that. No, you go apologize and you practice active listening from there and you let them say what they need to say. You let them release it and maybe forgive and maybe not forgive, but just know that when you've hurt someone or somebody needs you, needs to be restored back to you, and it is on you to do the restoring. Guys and gals, I will let you know that this is not an easy task. And sometimes it doesn't go the way that we wanted to. So it, it's a pairs exercise because you're going to reach out to someone close to you and share your discoveries throughout this section. I want you to literally, once this is over, stop this podcast. I want you not go not to go further until tomorrow or the next day. But just maybe it's on your way home. Pick out one or two people, call them, and let them know what your biggest aha for you and your relation to the unhealthy gears that we've gone through. And I think what you're going to find in that is if you talk to a trusted, close person that is in, an informed friend, someone who really knows who you are, that they're going to be able to be an encourager for you and someone that you can truly give an accounting to for the way that you are practicing new ways of breaking through the pattern behaviors that you've created in order to create new ways of and new actions to create better consequences and realities in your life. This exercise truly can be a challenging exercise because it requires you to be authentically your, yourself and to maybe be willing to start practicing that listening that can come when you are describing unhealthy, but it can also be fun. We laugh. We sit around and laugh about our personality types and how they interact with one another in our family. We're all very involved in, in the five voices and in the Enneagram and you name it. We've taken all the assessments and we love just sitting around and laughing about who we are. And this is really what it's about. This isn't about being critical of yourself. This is about really taking some time to truly honor yourself and to, to be respectful of yourself, to know that what is really needed in your life is deep connections. And sometimes we are working our way into a tizzy, trying to be productive, trying to get to the next level, trying to be successful, trying to make more, 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 as though we are not enough. Meanwhile, we have all these relationships that think we're enough and we're just not listening. We're just not hearing them because we have 
we've decided to listen to the culture at hand and the and the entrepreneurial or the leadership tones of of the day that really demand that you grind and you and you get it right and you vote this way and you act this way a very fundamentalist idea of what it is to to be a professional leader in our world and i want to challenge that i want to challenge you to recognize that there is no such such thing that our world is dying and desperate to really begin to understand a different way. We're looking for a new norm. We've never been at a place that, at least in our lifetimes, where we can say that that our norm, if there ever really was one, has been completely shattered. And this is an opportunity for us to revisit that and to begin to to dive into what it would look like. What What would it look like to live in a space where we had this language to understand where people were and and how they what gears they were in and how we can respond in those moments and to know the setting that we're in and to know how to connect in the right space in the right way what a powerful thing that would be and it just so happens that tomorrow we are going to be dis- or actually I think it'll be Monday we will be discussing know your setting as we come close to the conclusion of this series on the five gears. Folks, it's been great, and I want to continue to encourage you to take the time in between these episodes to reflect, to journal, to end your night, or to start your morning with some sort of reflection around these exercises and these challenges that you have been presented with. I think it will be a powerful testimony to your commitment to yourself. And sometimes we just need those wins. We just need to show that when nobody else can, when everybody else, maybe it feels like is letting us down, that we can be true to ourselves and control the controllables and tap into that foundational piece that resides at the core of our existence. So with that, tap into that piece and peace be with you. Thanks for listening to the Bearded Wisdom Show. You got a buddy or friend who needs to hear this. Please send him a link and don't forget to hit that follow button so you can come back and hang out with Les every day.